Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. I know I don't typically do a random episode on a Sunday, but This one I just had to share with you right away and otherwise, because I'm getting ahead on the podcast for uh, in advance of my maternity leave, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to share this with you here until the summer and I just didn't want you to wait that long. I've had a few conversations this week around one particular theme that has probably been one of my top five most valuable, most transformative tools, but honestly, one of the toughest ones to implement and to practice. And it just, it kept coming up this week in conversations I was having with people and I needed to put it out there for everybody. So I was getting ready to to talk to this group and the individual that invited me to speak to this group was was sharing a little bit about the the collection of folks that I would be speaking to and one of the things she shared with me is that many of these people have just had a tough last year between covid the shutdowns uncertainty health challenges family challenges all of that and you know you know I get it and she said that many of them are in this mindset of What's the point, you know? And I've heard that and seen that in the Primal Potential Facebook group. One woman in particular was like, I worry so much about the world that my kids are going to grow up in. And it kind of makes you go, well, like, (laughs) why bother? Like, what are we even, what are we even doing here? And that can take us down a path of, not living our best lives. It can take us, you know, for everybody, it's going to be different. We all react to those kinds of feelings, those low moments or uncertain moments. We all react to them differently. I know there have been times in my life where I've turned to food and overindulging, and there's been times in my life where I've turned to sleeping too much, times in my life where I've turned to watching too much TV or isolating or ignoring responsibilities. And to be very, very honest, there have been times where it's been a little bit of everything that I just said, (laughs) overeating, overindulging, watching too much sleep, or no, watching too much TV, not getting enough sleep, isolating from people, spending too much money. And as we were talking about it, I shared that one of the tools that has helped me the most in those kinds of moments, even if it's on a small scale, like who cares if I have the ice cream? Like really, (laughs) does it really even matter? Is it really gonna make a difference? Is maturity. Not being a mature person, right? Because like, for being honest, we all have moments of extreme immaturity, whether we recognize them or not, whether we call it that or not, whether we acknowledge it or not. What I'm 
talking about is practicing maturity. Even if your default is extremely immature, practicing being a more mature version of yourself. Or another way, if you don't like that word, being a more emotionally sober version of yourself. Like if I were emotionally sober here, if I weren't stressed out, if I weren't anxious, if I weren't sad, if I wasn't angry, if I were totally emotionally sober, how would I show up in this moment? And I was sharing with this individual, you know, we hold other people to this standard of, of maturity, if, if you want to call it that. We hold other people to this standard of doing what they say they're going to do, keeping promises, following through, being respectful. But how often do we not hold that standard for ourselves? Like, I expect you to treat me well, but, but I don't expect me to treat me well. I expect you to keep your word. You better. But I, but I don't expect myself to keep my word. I mean, not this time, not today. What's the point? And I feel very strongly that that's an example of immaturity. Whenever I talk about that, I am acutely aware of how much that can sting. Like, oh, you know, sometimes people will reach out to me and be like, dang, that one just kind of pinched a little bit. That feeling, whether it's defensiveness or feeling convicted or a little bit of both, that feeling is very informative. To me, when I feel like that stings or don't use that word, it tells me that I haven't really done as much work there because when I first started telling myself very, very plainly and directly, Elizabeth, you need to grow up here. Like, you really need to grow up. It felt uncomfortable and I felt that resistance that some people describe it as that like defiant toddler, like, no, I don't want to. That told me that I hadn't really demanded that of myself very often because if I had, then it probably wouldn't be so uncomfortable right? It was uncomfortable because it was a very new way of thinking about my behavior and thinking about my own thoughts. Now, I do it so often where I'm like, okay, Elizabeth, do you have a more mature response than that? Do you have a more mature thought? Do you have a more mature choice? Do you have a more mature reaction? Or or sometimes it's just acts like a grown-up, Or sometimes it's, okay, do you think you're emotionally sober right now? Or is there some kind of feeling or emotion that is influencing your judgment? I do it so often that it doesn't sting. It doesn't feel uncomfortable. I expect myself to regularly challenge how mature I'm being. And I use this as a tool in every aspect of my life, right? Obviously, As you guys know, I have a a long sorted history with food and self-care and body weight and all of those kinds of things. I use it all the time with food choices. In the moments of, you know, who cares? I'm pregnant. It doesn't matter. Eat the ice cream. Is that the most mature response? Like, would I have a higher standard for somebody else's care for me 
You know, like what if my husband's attitude towards me was like, well, what difference does it make if she's angry? Like this one fight won't hurt. What difference? I mean, really make a difference if I lie to her, if I don't keep my word, if I don't treat her with respect. I certainly wouldn't tolerate that perspective from him towards me. So how mature is it that I have a higher standard for how he treats me and makes decisions than I have for myself and how I treat me and make decisions? Like, that's immature. And I will use that all the time. Or another way that I'll do it is when I have that thought, like, it really doesn't care. Like, I mean, ice cream, I'm heavier than I was anyway. I'm eight months pregnant. You know, who cares? It doesn't matter. What's going on right now? Do I feel like I'm emotionally sober as I think this thought? Or am I sad? Am I angry? Am I irritated? Right? Because if I were truly emotionally sober, would I think that way? Or how would I think if I was truly sober emotionally right now? I also use it very regularly in my marriage, this notion of maturity. I, I don't know where I shared this, or maybe it's something I wrote about in, in my second book that I'm, that I'm finishing up here in the next couple of weeks. Um, there are times when I really want to connect with Chris, spend quality time with him, and he's playing a game on his phone. Like, it's a, just a little backstory. I've never been a game player, like electronic phone you know, game consoles ever. Even when I was a kid and my parents bought a Nintendo system, my sisters played and it irritated the heck out of me. I wanted nothing to do with it. So I don't have a single game on my phone. I don't think I've played a video game since Duck Hunt in like 1987. Uh, (laughs) That's just a random year. I don't really know when it was. So he'll be playing a game on his phone, which is how he That's probably his equivalent to my browsing Pinterest or Instagram, right? I want to connect with him. I want to have a conversation. I want to talk. I want to spend time together. I want to feel like we're not just coexisting. And he's playing a game on his phone. I desire connection, but then I ignore him, avoid him, give him the cold shoulder because I'm pissed off that he's on his phone. That's not mature. The mature response is to say, hey, babe, when you finish that game, you want to go for a walk? Do you want to play a board game together? Do you want to, you know, whatever it is. Can we spend some time together? I'd really like your attention. I miss you. That's maturity. And so I'll challenge myself when I notice that I'm being callous, cold, distant, not like rude, right? But just not being mature, right? It's just not a mature response. And I'll ask myself, what is a more mature way to show up here? What is a more mature way to think about this? And immediately I know, immediately the answer is clear. If you want attention, if you want to spend time together, if you want to connect, say so right? Say so. And know too that maybe what he needs right now is to check out a little bit. Because there are undoubtedly times when Chris comes in the house and I'm like either fresh off dealing with a work situation 
or I'm just having a tough time and I need some moments where if he said to me like, hey, do you want to go for a walk? My answer would be like, no, <laughs> I don't. I, I really just need an hour to myself or 20 minutes to myself. And so preparing myself that if I communicated, it doesn't mean he's going to be like, yeah, sure, let's go for a walk. Maybe he won't. And that's okay. But that's a practice in maturity. And the same thing comes up. I, I had a situation with a, with a client who wants to build a business. And she has some very, very clear goals. And I said, all right, this is what we need to do to make sure that over the next 30 days or so we're on track for those goals. And so she she went off, she did some work, and she came back feeling really defeated and frustrated. Like, I, I feel like now there are more barriers than ever. And what was I thinking? In those moments, we get to pump the brakes a little bit. What is a more mature perspective here? You got information, okay? That doesn't mean that every single door to every single path forward is now suddenly closed. No, that's, that's an immature perspective. You're not emotionally sober in this moment. You're frustrated. You're irritated. You're full of doubt. Fair. Okay. But how can we call in a little bit more maturity? Or I saw a post in one of my Facebook groups where somebody uh, was dealing with a health challenge, a short-term health challenge, a short-term non-terminal health challenge. And she posted something along the lines of, I feel like the last nine months have just gone out the window now. Is that your most mature perspective? Because there's nothing about facing a health challenge that erases anything, any pattern of behavior, any health improvement over the last nine months. It's just, it looks different now. It looks different now. And I really believe that one of the most powerful tools we can demand of ourselves, we can put into practice, we can add into our rotation is challenging our own maturity in our thoughts, in our choices, in our interactions, Do I need to just grow up a little bit here? And I understand completely if that rubs some people the wrong way. But to me, that is a sign that you need to be more familiar with the practice and the concept. Because if you were more familiar with the practice and the concept, or you really felt secure in your own maturity in the way you show up, it wouldn't rub you the wrong way. So when you're making food choices, workout choices? Are you acting like a three-year-old that's screaming for a lollipop? You know, I don't want to. I don't care. I want it now. You know, I certainly have those kinds of thoughts. It doesn't look exactly like that, right? I have a little bit more self-control, but you get the picture. And it's not that What I don't want is for anybody to hear this and be like, oh my God, that's so me. Guilty, guilty. No, 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 no. We're all going to recognize some parts of ourselves in this. It's not a condemnation. It's not even a criticism. It's just an opportunity to recognize those moments and do a little bit better next time. You know, that's all it is. It's an opportunity to recognize those moments and do a little bit better next time. Can I be a little more mature here? What would it look like to be a little bit more mature? Am I being immature? Am I emotionally sober? If I was truly emotionally sober, what might I think about this? 
How might I show up differently? Am I being fully honest with myself? Am I acting like a kid? Do I have higher expectations for how somebody else would treat me than the expectation that I'm holding for myself right now? So I could talk about this for 100 million hours, but I believe this is enough for all of us to kind of recommit to the practice. And I wanted to make sure to put this out there for any of you that it's going to help right away, right now. So I'd love to know what you think. Message me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Share this podcast with your friends. It's one of the one of the cool things about this sort of thing is when we all do this work, we, we all get better, right? If you're doing this work and your colleagues and your friends are also open to this, it gets exponentially better. So share it, tag me, practice it, and we'll see you again tomorrow for a regular full episode. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. This is your moment. Your moment to move forward and make progress. It's time to see where an education can take you. For over 130 years, Strayer University has been at the forefront of change, offering programs that help students like you get ahead and stay ahead so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.